Everybody and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Nostalgia Entertainment System. I'm your host Josh. I'm your other host Paul. And if you have never listened before, welcome to your first episode of Nostalgia Entertainment System. Your favorite podcast. Your new favorite podcast. Your new favorite with your boys, your Paul and Josh. Yeah, cereal. Throw that shit away. Unless you're referring to last week's episode in which we talked about breakfast cereal. Your favorite episode. Hmm. Very well could be. We so, did. Yep. I did get a text today from someone who liked it. Oh, I think you did too. I also did. Yes, it was a group text. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is that is true. I have an update about uh, that episode now that we're talking about it. Okay, lay it on me. I did go to the store uh, and buy blueberry muffin toasters, mm-hmm. and they are fucking good. Wow. I like all Malto meal products. They do come in a very large bag. No box, just very large bag. Mm-hmm. Value centric, perfect for families. Perfect. Uh, perfect for me, who really likes eating a lot of cereal. Um, and are a family. Yeah. And family is of, a family. Family of one. Uh, it's really good. I cannot believe that a cereal can taste like that. Wow. <laughs> it's really good. And then I ate it all in like a couple days, and then I went back to the store and bought another bag. And I just wow. finished that bag off today. Oh, my God. I It's... it's Mm. You're going to turn into a blueberry muffin toast. I am. Top. What are they? Uh, blueberry muffin toasters. Toasters. Okay. Yeah. They're oh, they're really good. That's great. It really... It. I'm also really surprised at how much it tastes like blueberry. Mmm. Um, I didn't look at the ingredients list, so I'm sure it's some sort of concoction of, you know, artificial flavors. Definitely. But there are certain bites where... It really does taste like the blueberry in a blueberry muffin. Whoa. You know, where it's just like, you know, you know, when you like, when you get a bite that's mostly blueberry mm-hmm. and you can really just taste like, it's kind of like you get, you get the actual berry and it's a little squishy and like, oh, this is kind of gross, but it tastes good. Yeah. Some of those bites in that cereal are just like that. That is interesting. Yeah. And I, I, oh, I love blueberry muffins. You know, that cereal gets my full endorsement. You get the NES seal of approval. Wow. We've never given one of those out before. Wait, so you only have to approve something for it to get the whole NES approval? I think it should get half of the seal. You get half of it. You get... Unless I try it and like it. You get N and then half of the E. Okay, that's fair. So If I you got want the, the other half of the E and the S, you got to get Paul's approval. I got those three lines kind of floating in the air and then the S. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yep. Well, maybe I'll try it someday. It's great. Maybe it's a good I cereal. I believe it. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. How are you doing? I'm uh, pretty well. Nice. Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. Well, I, uh... See ya. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Um, nah, that was just a little joke. <laughs> we're, yeah, not, you... we're not ending the episode right now. Don't get worried. Don't cry. <laughs> Can you... Wouldn't that be funny if we just had a four-minute episode? <laughs> Maybe sometime we should do that. And just see if anybody, like, reaches out and is like, that's... What? You can't do that. <laughs> really throw people for a loop. What every other podcast is afraid to do, we'll fucking do it.
Yeah. Wait, what, what are they afraid to do? Just release a short episode? Yeah. I uh, mean, I feel like I've heard that joke in other podcasts where they're like, that's a good well, point. That's we'll end the episode here. And then of course they always go into it, but mm-hmm. we should actually do it. <laughs> that, yeah. That would be really funny. Um, but it's not this one. Not this one. Not this one. We'll do, we'll do it another time. Fuck uh, it. We'll do it another time. Yeah. That's what Bill O'Reilly said, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. I'm in tune with the media. <laughs> yeah, you're in tune with that thing for that happened in like 2001. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I think I had mentioned this before on, on either on either like one of one of the main episodes. Maybe it was a Patreon thing uh, about mechanical keyboards. We have keyboards. a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Tell them about it, Paul. We have a Patreon. <laughs> I don't remember. If it's patreon.com slash NES or patreon.com slash nostalgia entertainment system. It is patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Okay, that's what it is. NES underscore pod is where you can find us on everything. Instagram, Twitter. Twitch? Twitch. Okay. I haven't changed it, but I can right now. Okay, great. I won't because we're recording. But yeah, that'd be bad podcast etiquette. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I've, I've been getting... Really into mechanical keyboards, and I'm trying to find the perfect keyboard. And is this a segment? Uh, it could be. Josh, looking all over. Oh, we could do something like those, like the Amazing Race, or uh, where in the world is? Oh no, was that Matt Lauer? Carmen San Diego? No, there was like a. Uh, it, w- it was Matt Lauer. Oh yes. man. Okay. Well, we'll stick with where in the world is Carmen San Diego because Matt Lauer fucking sucks. What's uh, he up to these days? Did he go to? prison or did he just get fired he probably just got fired yeah i don't know yeah oh well he can go to hell um but yeah it'll be like that and then we can have like a cool like intro song where it's like electric guitar and if visually you're watching it you can picture josh in a plane like looking out looking for a keyboard oh <laughs> what does this have to do with keyboards yeah it's just like <laughs> josh is searching for the perfect mm. keyboard Ooh, that's pretty good um so I so we'll start with the most recent keyboard that I built, which is the Ergo Dunn, a terrible name, uh, and it's like a clone of the Ergo Docs, which is one of the more popular ergonomic split keyboards. Um, so I built that thing, kind of a pain in the ass because I had to learn how to do a bunch of stuff. Um, which honestly, as dumb as this hobby kind of is, um, I've gotten really good at soldering, uh, and. In turn, I've gotten fairly good at desoldering because I mess up a lot. And boy, is that a pain in the ass, and I hope I never have to do it again. Uh, so I built that, tried it out, tested it out. Uh, pretty cool, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, especially since uh, I have also learned how to build, well, not really build, but I learned how to like make a man, like make a key map so I can make any key do what I want it to. So any I have, key? Like, yeah. Whoa. So I have keys that are specifically just copy, cut, and paste. I have keys that will open up Windows Explorer. I have a key that will rename things for me. Uh, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, does not fit my hands. It's a little bit too big. Uh-oh. Because uh, I've got I've got small hands. You got to get gloves with little extra lengths in the fingertips. Yeah, I need one of those. Is that a real product? I'm sure it is. I'm sure there's finger <laughs> extenders out there. I know there's the thing longer in Futurama. <laughs> Yeah, I should just get I should just get ten of those. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I felt like that wasn't really working out, so I got a different kit for building a different uh, split keyboard. Mm-hmm. Started building that last night, so that's when I got it. And uh, 
made a really bad, a really dumb mistake. Uh oh. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was a little frustrating. That's really what this is boiling down to. Is that I tried to build a keyboard and I messed up, and now I'm a little mad about it. What was the mistake? Don't leave us hanging. Um, I I I put things in the I, I soldered things in the wrong order. Hmm. So I put in some pins for a little screen that goes on the keyboard, uh, but then I soldered the screen when I should have put in the microcontroller first because the screen needs to go on top of the microcontroller. Mm. So had to spend like had to spend a lot of time trying to take that out. Now I have to order a new screen because I broke it, to oh, getting shit. it to get it off. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know if uh, I fucked up the PCB. Uh, you got fucked up on PCP? No, I fucked up the PCB. No wonder you're making so many bread. mistakes. You're on drugs. No, I'm on pepperoni cheese bread, baby. But I might have to order a new PCB. We'll see. That freaking stinks. But you love pepperoni cheese bread. So I do I love pepperoni good. cheese bread. I ate that so much when I was a kid, when I was because working at Little, Caesar, little Caesars. Sorry. <laughs> Let's just both keep talking at the exact same time. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, pepperoni cheese bread, is that not just pizza? Uh, I said that so timidly. <laughs> is that not just I mean, it, pizza? it pretty much is. It's they've changed it now. It used to be a lot bigger, mm. it used to be the size of like a pizza, <laughs> yeah. It used to be a size of like a deep dish pizza that you get at Little Caesars, mm. but now it's like three fifths of that size, which is a shame because it's really good. A shame and a sham, yeah. And it's the same price too. That's really what that's shrinkflation in action, baby. Oh yeah. Um, but Just no, like it's cell phones getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's cheese bread, but there's no sauce, and then it's covered in butter garlic gutter gutter, <laughs> gutter garlic gutter barlic. <laughs> it's covered in butter garlic uh, or garlic butter. That's really <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> that's that's the correct term. Uh, and uh, Parmesan cheese, and it's so good. I ate. I ate so much of that in eighth grade. Wow. Oh, yeah, because you worked at Little Caesars. I worked at Little Caesars, and my diet was almost exclusively pepperoni cheese breads and crazy bread. Wow. Just like uh, last week's guest, PJ Willett. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's him today. <laughs> yeah, I bet. He's not listening to this. No, we can make not. fun of him. Yeah. I say we roast all our guests after every episode <laughs> that they come on. Except for Joe. Joe listens. Yeah, Joe, we would never make fun of you. You're no. a delight and handsome, and everybody loves you. Yeah. If there's any single ladies listening to this, Joe's your man. He's available. Yeah. We'll give him your number. <laughs> or we'll give your number. Wait. Or we'll give you Joe's number. Just email us. Yeah. Someone email us. <laughs> <laughs> Here is my, it's my weekly plea of someone communicate with us on social media. <laughs> we don't know if there's anybody out there in the world. Josh and I just sit in a room alone together and we make this podcast and we don't know if anybody else actually exists. Yeah. I, I built a, I built a hollow deck room. <laughs> that way we can imagine that there's other people out there that listen to this show. Yeah. All in our little brains. I've got a big brain. Whoa. I've got a teeny little brain. I'm, I'm hanging brain. <laughs> Uh, that's a great turn of phrase. Isn't it? You know what is another good turn of phrase, I think, that means the same thing? What? I sat in gum. <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, that's crass. It's so crass. <laughs> it's so funny, though. It's funny to imagine, like, I don't know, that does it just almost doesn't make sense, but at the same time, it does. <laughs> uh, anyway, those wow. are two of my favorite ways to refer to uh, showing ball sack. Nice. That's my third favorite one, showing ball sack. <laughs> Just right to the point. 
Yeah. Wow. Now I'm making a video about big brains right now. Whoa. Not yeah. we're not talking about balls still. We are. Oh, okay. You're shooting a porno. I am. Wow. That'd be a funny job for you. Shooting porn. Yeah. Hmm. I'd do it. Just I don't for know, free. Money's probably good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna get paid. Did you um not a passion project. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is uh this is this is for money. Hmm. Did you ever watch that uh the that pilot show for for mike mitchell's thing i did honestly that that popped into my head <laughs> yeah, yeah where he goes to a porn shoot yeah and the the he's like yeah goes in blind and <laughs> yeah. they're like here hold this like boom mike and then like they take his blindfold off and yeah, he's he's just <laughs> holding like, the boom oh, for hello and then he, sex. <laughs> yeah yeah that uh what was that show called is it it's uh i don't remember yeah it was it's really good though if you look up like mike mitchell pilot um Basically, the whole premise of the show was that Mike Mitchell, who, you know, star of Doughboys and Birthday Boys, was uh, hosting a late night show, but he never knew what was going to happen. Like all the jokes he told, um, he was given them like live just before he went on air. And then all of the there was a lot of segments where he would just go do things that he didn't know what was going to happen and including like working on a porno set. And then like right after that, I think he had to interview Larry David uh, Larry King. Oh yeah, not Larry David. Larry King. Yeah. Wait, is that his name, Larry King? Yeah. Wow, that sounds so wrong. Oh. <laughs> anyway, R.I.P. Um, it's a. It was what's going on with Mike Mitchell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. It's on YouTube. I was while you were telling that show, I was thinking like we 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 mentioned Doughboys a lot on the show. Yeah. What if you made another podcast that was just like the Beach Boys boys, but we're the Doughboys boys. Doughboys boys. <laughs> and we just talk about Doughboys. That would be. <laughs> Very, very niche. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. I don't know how not much. Like, not that anyone listens to this show. That's true. We, it's too early to start talking spinoffs. I, I was saying that like niche is in like, oh, it's niche. It won't get a lot of people listening. But oh, this show doesn't have a lot of people listening. That's true. That is true. Well, I don't know. We could do it. Oh, either. God. Can you imagine doing another podcast on top of this one? This one's already enough work. And I barely do anything for it. Oh, I was thinking about it. It'd be fun to start another one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. I just think it's fun. <laughs> I, it is fun, but yeah, it's also. It's re- I mean, this is just a way for me to just like get thoughts out of my head. So mm-hmm. I don't really have to think about them anymore. <laughs> That's what a lot of it is. This is your portrait of Dorian Gray. Uh, yeah. This podcast is my waste book. <laughs> your toilet. My toilet. My mouth toilet. Yeah. Thoughts collect and then I got to shit them out. We could just rename the podcast Mouth Toilet. (laughs) There has to be a podcast named Mouth Toilet. I don't think there has to be. I think that I would be surprised if there is. I wouldn't. Uh, Well, we have Toilet Mouth, international comedy and drama. Larry and Bob just learned a new word that is not appropriate. They know the word by reading it on the painted wall. Is this about two little kids discovering curse words? Oh, the episode is called Toilet Mouth. Oh. We should start our podcast where we pretend to be two kids learning about curse words. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of a segue into today's episode, but I can't think of one. Um, okay, here we go. This is, uh, okay, so swear words, naughty for kids. Some flash games are naughty for kids. Whoa, <laughs> talking flash games flash today. Flash games, damn. Well, we'll take a little break here and we'll see you for some flash games. Okay. 
by flesh You're sometimes awesome, mostly gash You delivered us fun Despite dial-up speeds on my Pentium Despite many, many flaws And the way that you crash We all spend some good times And things made in flash The ultimate showdown That bloody duck song Dr. Tran, Happy Tree, Friends And Sombo.com Ed's World and Strong by Charlie the Unicorn Banana phone, poorly animated Tentai Paul That's meant as cartoon movie The Lama Song Solid fingers, badger, badger We'll all be gone Every five seconds and so many security flaws Goodbye Flash, you were mostly shit Mostly shit, mostly shit We're gonna miss you Maybe just a little bit 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 Welcome back, gamers. And I can say that for real this time, because we're talking about games. Yeah. Flash games. Flash games. Um, when, when I had asked you, like, hey, what do you want to talk about for this episode? I was honestly surprised that you picked Flash games. Really? Yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know why. Well, I feel like most of the video game centric episodes, I don't have a lot of experience with, um, at least so far, because... I mean, I I had like an original Nintendo growing up and then I had like a PlayStation one for a year, maybe less than a year. And then it broke. And then I I like didn't have a game system other than those until like I got a PlayStation two in like early high school. So a lot of the video game stuff that we've covered was kind of out of my wheelhouse. But Flash games were what I was doing while everybody else was playing. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Real games. I mean, Flash games are pretty ubiquitous, I feel like, for people our age oh you yeah. know like 20 to early 30 somethings mm-hmm. you know because i was just like the that's what you do at school is <laughs> like i'm not gonna do work i'm gonna fucking go to coolmathgames.com because it's not blocked oh that's a great idea i never the only the one i remember going to was addictinggames.com oh yeah addicting games because that was a i remember um so how our computer was set up at our house was we have our living room and then like behind our living room we had this uh like little pantry um and for some reason i think it was because my parents were tired of us having the computer in the living room and having to deal with like noise from computer games and stuff like that while they were watching tv so they put the computer in the pantry which had room for like a chair and a computer and that was basically it um so of course when my older brother was in there i would always like go in there and then like stand like right behind him. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And sometimes he would be playing on addictinggames.com. And I was like, Oh Hell yeah, this looks like fun. Games, Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like flash games. I feel like for, I mean, for a lot of people, like it's, it's, I, it's always things like this where I have very fond memories of things where I tend to like get really like, uppity and hoity-toity about like how cool these things were mm-hmm. even though it's like it's just fucking flash games um but i mean like for people like it launched careers it like oh for a lot of people like it did that kind of stuff like especially because there's a lot of like really notice notable 
flash games. I feel like that eventually turned into real games, which I have written down and listed and all that kind of stuff. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, there, there's a, there's a whole lot about flash that I don't think we'll really cover. Cause I don't know. That's really not this podcast. So, I mean, if you want to learn about like flash and how it was made and when Macromedia bought it and then when they did stuff and then when Adobe ended up buying Macromedia and then it turned into Adobe Flash. Like you can look up all that, but go read a book, go read a book. Um, this is for dumb people. <laughs> but I mean, I do remember like, I do remember when it was like Macromedia Flash and when you also needed to like, to play this game, you need to download Shockwave. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't know what these things are, but I want to play these wild tangent games. So I guess I got to download Shockwave. Um, but yeah, man, Flash games are fucking dope, mm-hmm. which is uh, a little sad because Flash is dead. R.I.P. As of December 31, 2020, can't use Flash anymore for a variety of reasons. Mostly just like security issues. But yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely like, there's preservation for these games um, that you can find. And so that's really nice. You can still play a lot of these. Uh, but yeah, Flash was I, in like 2017. They started like they stopped updating it or whatever and like started to deprecate the program. And then now it's just gone. Replaced with uh, other better stuff. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the old stuff. The old stuff. The good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I have written down a list of websites that I would go to to play to play flash games addicting games of course was one of them mm-hmm. um play, spent a lot of time on mini clip um sounds familiar i i only ever went to addicting games myself i i mostly went to addicting game addicting games and what i consider like the big one which is newgrounds mm. spent a lot of time on newgrounds uh really loved that site um yeah i also spent a lot of time on yahoo games that wow that kind of just like lit up a little part of my brain i think that yeah i spent i spent a lot of time just playing dumb games that would be on yahoo i remember just like also when it would be such a big deal when you would find a new game like you would log on mm-hmm. you go to the website and then like at the top of the page you'd see a game you'd never seen for like oh there's a new game like it, it really is just like man times were simpler back then you know, where it's like, I got excited about a new Flash game. <laughs> Whereas now it's just like, yeah, a new game comes out so like so often and so frequently. I was like, I'm not even batting an eye. I was like, oh, yeah, new Switch game looks pretty interesting. I'm not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But back then I was like, oh, my God, this it's something new. I'm so excited. I don't even I don't even know that it's bad. I'm going to I'm going to play it all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flash is pretty huge for games. I mean, just like websites in general, like. I feel like like Nickelodeon websites were almost all built entirely like within or like with Flash. I feel like some Cartoon Network stuff was also all Flash stuff. And then um, you had the Homestar Runner games. You also, yeah, I mean, you also have just like animated stuff like Homestar Runner, um, like Weeble also did all of his stuff in Flash. Um, tons of like tons of animated stuff where and, and I think that's mostly what I meant by like career stuff mm. where a lot of Newgrounds animators from like the early to mid 2000s are like real studio animators now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Do you have any games in particular that you want to talk about? I, I got a huge list. Yeah, I got a big list too. We could uh we could probably just like alternate on games here or sure. See how see how things go. Um, sure. Let me go to my list here. 
Okay, so I'm going to start at the beginning with the first Flash game that I remember playing. Um, so this was one that I I like when I was, you know, peeping in on what my older brother was playing in the computer room. Uh, it was a game called Insane Aquarium. Did you ever play that? No, but I, I don't think I did, but I, well, maybe I did, but I do remember dabbling in aquarium games. Yeah, it was a, God, I, that was the only one I played, but I definitely remember a couple others like popping up on the the huge list that was addicting games. Also, mm-hmm. I love, I just want to talk about the interface for a second because sure. what I remember about going to addicting games is like you literally just would like go to the website and then there was just like game titles that you would scroll through. There was like some categories. I think there was like action or RPG, mm-hmm. but the rest of it, there was like no information on the game unless you clicked on it. And so you pretty much had to just be like, this sounds interesting. I'll play this. Like yeah, just based solely on the title. There was no like thumbnail or anything, um, which is so funny to think about how like kind of shitty that is for <laughs> a website. Um, but anyway, so in San Aquarium, uh, basically the premise was you have an aquarium where you can have different kinds of fish um, and they all poop money. <laughs> um, but some of them also like, can defend your aquarium, I think. I could be getting this totally wrong because it's been so long and I did not play any of these like yesterday or anything when I was thinking about it. Um, But like the problem is, or like the story is that aliens are attacking your fish. Classic flash game, uh aliens. Yeah, so the aliens are attacking your fish and trying to kill them. And of course you want to defend your fish because they're pooping money and you want to get as much money as you can. And so- there were all sorts of different fish. Like some of them would, uh, you know, like they would be like, oh, they would poop more money. Or some of them were like better at killing aliens and stuff like that. Um, I don't remember much else about it besides that. But I remember that was like, yeah, the the first Flash game that I really got mm, into. Interesting. I, I dabbled in, like I mentioned, I, d- I dabbled in, which is such a dumb thing. I dabbled in aquarium games. <laughs> but like there was just something so fun about just like, watching fish and clicking on fish and like just seeing what happens. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like there, and that for some reason, also just like a weirdly popular category, just like aquarium games. I don't know. It would, which kind of makes me think of, there was this old game that I had on. Do you remember those consoles that were just like controllers you would plug into the TV and yeah, plug and play things. Yeah. Then we'd have like a hundred games on there. We had one at one point, and I'm pretty sure every game on it was a knockoff of like a real game. But the one that I actually enjoyed was called like shark or something. And the whole like premise of it was you started off as this teeny tiny fish, like very pixelated fish. And you could just like only eat things that are smaller than you. But the more oh, you ate, yeah. the bigger you got. Mm-hmm. And you could eventually become like huge and pretty much eat like everything. Um, and I played that game. Oh yeah. So much. I remember playing, playing a game like that or, or something that like has that same concept of like you start small and then you get big mm-hmm. and then you get to eat everything. Yeah. Pretty fun. Uh, I looked up in San Aquarium. You can get it on steam. Wow. You can get in San Aquarium deluxe. Damn. Uh, and here's the fun part. Overwhelmingly positive reviews. Really? There are, looks like 20, 2400 reviews, 96% positive. Damn. Is there a description of the game? I want to know how close I was just by, uh, the craziest aquarium game ever tend to your fish, keep them happy and they'll reward you with coins and jewels Buy tank upgrades or egg parts, which hatch different in tank pets. 
These pets can help you feed your fish, collect coins, or even protect against the aliens that will invade your tank. Okay, I was right. Yeah, it looks like it might be an updated version. Mm. Uh, it looks like it was developed by PopCap, people that made, uh, I think they made be- like a newer version of Bejeweled, which mm. I did play a lot of, um, and like Plants vs. Zombies. So it's like that those people. Mm. Interesting. But it's five bucks on Steam. Wow. It's $5 more than I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> My first game that I have listed, which is one of the more notable uh, Flash games to me is the Impossible Quiz. I don't know if you ever played oh, that. Oh, I did play the Impossible. I played quiz. that. I played it today. Wow! Um, How far did you get? I got to like question nine. I was like, I don't remember what to do. Yeah, I remember going getting like a pretty far. I want to say maybe into the seventies. I think there's that many questions. I I never saw the end of it. I think it, it might just be impossible, but I don't know. I I feel like I finished the second one. I remember when I was in high school. Uh, instead of like writing a paper, um, myself and the two people that were sitting next to me, we were just playing impossible quiz and just like trying to see how far we could get. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I played a little bit of it today and I remembered some of them. Like there was one where it's like, click the smallest dot and there's a little dot above the eye. Mm -hmm. It's like, click that one. And then the one where it's like, click the answer and you have to click the word, the answer. Yeah. I don't know. It was really fun. And I, I had a good time until I was like, I don't really want to play this anymore. Yeah. I mean, I remember spending hours at like one sleepover in particular with like multiple friends and we were just on a friend's computer playing the impossible quiz and we got so, so, so far. But of course it was all trial and error. Mm-hmm. So if you got it wrong, you had to go back to the beginning of the <laughs> quiz. Go back to the beginning and then figure it out. It's like, oh my God. I'm um, sure we wasted at least like five hours just mm-hmm playing that and it was i mean i think i played it for like 10 minutes when i only anticipated just like i'm just gonna pop in here and you know see how far i get and i was like i'm gonna keep going mm-hmm. and then i just kept doing that and it's like i've been doing this for 10 minutes and i have a meeting soon <laughs> i have to stop um but yeah you can still play that on new grounds wow uh, i think i don't know what new grounds did but i'm pretty sure they like developed or like have something that like converts flash into something that browsers will recognize and is a lot more secure. Mm. Um, cause I'm pretty sure that was the original upload and Whoa. like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure a lot of the things that are on. Cause I, I just, I went to Newgrounds. I think I went to games and I went to just like the top rated of all time. Mm-hmm. And what was really fun to see is how many of those thumbnails for all those things are just like so low resin pixelated. It's like, yeah, these are like the original thumbnails. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they have like some sort of wrapper or some sort of way to convert it where you can still play them in your browser without having to like download anything, uh, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Spent a lot of time with the impossible quiz. What's your next game, Paul? All right. Next game. Uh, (laughs) so this was another one that I saw my older brother playing. Um, uh, I'm going to combine it with, uh, another one because they're very similar and they're, they're very stupid. Um, the first one was called poke the bunny. Um, Oh, that sounds familiar, which it's not much of a game really. Like you have like, okay, so on the screen, there's a button, a red button. And when you click it, a little animated gloved hand pokes like a a rabbit. And it like, that's literally all it does just pokes the rabbit. So you click the button and the hand pokes the rabbit. And if you poke the rabbit enough times, the rabbit will bite the hand. That's yep, literally the entire game. I feel like I maybe <laughs> I maybe have played that. Which, I, oh, go oh, ahead. No, go for it. I was going to guess the second game when you were ready to get to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I just want to 
I just, it's so insane to me that like I play that game multiple times, <laughs> yeah. knowing full well what happens. I mean, there's probably the thing of just like, there's got to be something more to this, right? So I'm going to keep playing it and see if I can get something new. Because I feel like that was also a big part of like a lot of Flash games. It's like there's hidden stuff. Mm, maybe you know? there was. Maybe I was just a stupid kid who only poked the bunny and didn't do anything else. Maybe, but also that again, that's like another another like face to this where it's like so many Flash games were just that simple and stupid. Mm -hmm. It's like one person is like, I want to make a Flash game and then they make it and then it's like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want do you want to guess the other one? Yeah. You said it was similar. Yeah. Uh, was it slap the monkey? Uh, it was spank the monkey. Spank the monkey. That's what but it was. Yes, that is entire. That is actually it. And I think I've told the story on the podcast before. But so spank the monkey is a flash game where you drag a different um, cartoon hand. You had to like click on the hand and then you would drag this over to this monkey who is just like a blown up. It's like an inflatable inflatable monkey. And then you would like drag it across the screen and then you would spank the monkey and then it would fly off and it would tell you like what your miles per hour was. <laughs> yeah. And so if you dragged it like fast enough it, and you went like over like 50 or hundred miles per hour, it would like play a song. I don't remember what song it was, but like the screen would like turn purple and like it would mm. be, you know, very exciting. Uh, but the story that I, I think I've told on this podcast was I was my dad was like, what are you doing in there? And I was like, oh, I'm just playing a game. And he was like, what game are you playing? And I was like, oh, spank the monkey, <laughs> which I, I was like, you know, elementary school or maybe like sixth grade. So I didn't know that euphemism for masturbating. Uh -huh. And so my dad was like, what? Let me see the game that you're playing. And I was like, OK. And so I was like, see, spank the monkey. And then he was like, oh, I was like, what's the problem? And he was like, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, you really just spank a monkey. Yeah, I think he thought I was doing something much more perverse. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have spanked the monkey on my list. Nice. Just like I remember, I remember spending summers <laughs> being inside in front of the computer, just like, <laughs> all right, another beautiful day, great weather. I'm gonna play flash games all day. Yep, exactly. The next game on my list is Quop. Did you ever play Quop? Oh, I did play Quop. That's but... a little bit later. I feel like in like Flash's heyday. Mm -hmm. Cause it was, that was in high school when it came out. Was it really? I think I was in, I'm maybe not when it came out, but like when I learned about it and like everyone was playing it was when I was like in 11th or 12th grade. Mm, I, that game was too hard for me. I, I played it a couple of times, but I never, I don't think I ever got past the initial start. Like I would just like tumble over and be like, well, that's hard. I don't want to put time into it. <laughs> yeah. I, I had, I think I maybe had gotten it. I, I had devised a system in which you just kind of like scoot. So I didn't do it fast, but I did make it, I think, to the finish line. Wow. I didn't even know there was a finish line. I thought it was. There's uh, a, I, I think there's a finish line. There, there probably is. I just never got close enough to it. Yeah. Um, but I did. I did. Uh, I did do that and make it that far. It was uh, pretty fun. What's next on your list? All right. Let's see. Let's talk about. Stick RPG. Did you ever play Stick RPG? I believe I did because I I knew at at the time I don't think I had really played many RPGs, mm -hmm. but I knew I liked them. So I would scour the internet trying to find any sort of flash RPG game that had any resemblance to a real like console RPG. So I'm pretty sure I played Stick RPG. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's probably. To this day, the only RPG I have gotten into. Uh, so basically, the premise is you are a stick figure um, 
and you live in this tiny town and you can do like five things. Um, you can go to work, you can go to the library and read, you can go to the gym and you can go to the bar. And I think you can go to the store. I think that's it. Doing certain things though will level up certain abilities. You have um, strength and you have intelligence and you have charm. I think that was it. And oh, there's there's also health, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what you would do is you were a little stick figure and you could go, you could walk down to the library and read and that would increase your intelligence. You could go to the bar and drink a beer, which would increase your charm, but decrease your health, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you could go to the gym and get stronger. And so like if you had a certain intelligence, you could get a better job, which would give you more money and then you could like buy things. One of the things was a skateboard, which oh, is just lets you yeah. get from your house to anywhere else faster. <laughs> but it, it, I remember I maxed out everything wow. multiple times, wow. which would take hours. And it was so, it's always the same. There's, it's not like that interesting of a game. Now I'm so surprised that I even did it once, let alone multiple times, but it was weirdly fun and enjoyable. Did you ever, uh, experience the the pain of getting really in because like there's a lot of flash games that are like very in depth mm-hmm. but then accidentally backing out of the page i think that happened to me a couple times specifically with like stick art and it's like oh you know and then you go forward and you have to start all over because mm-hmm. yeah. that's how flash games work yep you can't save you can't save you can't can't do any of that stuff yeah oh boy man I'm I'm pretty sure I played, if not stick RPG, some sort of other like flash RPG game. There there were a lot of games that were just about stick figures. There were. And I think it's because it was the simplest. Yeah. Um the thing that sticks out the most to me, ha huh, stick. Uh <laughs> 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 stick. Ha <laughs> stick at it, ha. Huh? Um is, if, we, if we make a new t-shirt, we should have it say ha ha stick. Ha <laughs> ha <laughs> stick. Um I think it was I think I I didn't look it up. But I'm pretty sure this is what it was called. I think it was called Stick Fight. Mm, that sounds like it, it was would like be a, a fighting game. game, but it was stick figures. Um, and then also Shao Shao, which Ooh. was it was a, it was a series of animations and also some games where it was some of the first like I don't know like really cool <laughs> animation that I ever saw on the internet. Um, cause it was just like really well choreographed like fighting with stick figures. I'm like, whoa, that's that's so cool. That's cool as hell. And then there are also some games associated with it. I played one today where it's, uh, it's like a first person rail shooter kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, so like you, you have like your, you move your curse around and then you can fire your gun at other stick figures that are shooting at you. And then like, once you get rid of all those enemies, you move on to like another part and then you just kind of kill things. Mm. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of those kinds of games. I, um, I definitely remember playing one that was like an assassin stick figure game. I don't remember what it was called, but you had to like, I don't remember if it would like tell you who the target was or you just had to guess. <laughs> and like, there were also like always like security guards around. And if you didn't kill people in the right order, mm, like you would lose, but interesting. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Like I, a lot of the games on my list are uh, all very violent. Yeah. There were violent a lot of and crafts and super like, violent games. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the more violent ones that I played that I, I like briefly looked up like today, like most popular like flash games from the early 2000s. 
and Defender Castle came up. Did you ever play Defender Castle? Oh man, I might have. That sounds very familiar. It's it's very simple. Like what happens is uh, you have a castle, and these little stick people are walking up to it, and they will like start banging on your castle, and your castle's health will go down. Yeah, uh, and eventually it'll get destroyed if you let them do that. But what you have to do is you click on the little stick people, and you can just like launch them up in the I air. I did play this, and yep. then they'll like fall down. And if you throw them high enough, they will fall into like a pool of blood and explode. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's it was very gross the first time I played that, but eventually I got over it. And like you could like increase your castle wall health, and you could increase like your you could get mana to have like wizards who would shoot spells, oh, and you yeah. could get archers that would all like help like take down the people because like each level the people would increase and it would just get like totally mm-hmm. nuts yeah like i don't and well i don't know I, I feel like maybe they started somewhere else but as far as like popularizing i think certain genres specifically like tower defense games like that mm-hmm. um that's where i learned about them playing balloons like balloons tower defense like three two or three um played a ton of that where it's like balloons go around a track and then you set up monkeys to pop the balloons Spent so much time in high school playing, I think, like, the fourth one. So, like, that's what I would do during my downtime in high school. Is like, go to a computer, load up whatever website I would go to to play balloons, and just play balloons for, like, an hour. Wow. That's it. I, I never played balloons. It's it's really fun. I still play it. Uh, did you ever play Lion Rider? I think I saw people play it, uh, but maybe not. I don't know. What, it, what was it like? Uh, you're like a little guy in a bobsled. And then mm. you draw out like a track. Oh, yeah. And then the guy will just like slide down the track and you can make loops and everything. I remember being really bad at it and not wanting to learn how to play it. That was also me. I Everyone else seemed to really like it, but I was never good or imaginative imaginative enough to come up with something cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Line Rider. Yeah. There's a lot of games where I, I felt like I was like, I could see this being fun if I spent hours playing it, but... I don't want to spend hours playing this. Yeah, I mean, that's also, like, those, those like, creative sandboxy kind of games also just aren't my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's that's too much creative freedom where it's like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Got any other games on your list? Oh, yeah. I got more. Um, oh, uh, there were a few games like this that were uh, games where you would, like, the one I mostly played was called Helicopter, where you would, like, click... Um, it was basically like Flappy Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. on your computer. So mm-hmm. like one was like a helicopter where you're a helicopter flying through a cave. I don't know. But like you could like hit stuff and the goal was to try to get as far as you can. And yeah. I remember loving that. And then there was like a one that I don't remember what it was called, but basically instead of a helicopter, you were a missile and you had various targets that you were supposed to get. And they were like Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden and like uranium, I think. And so basically you were just like a, a drone and you were just going to like bomb things. Very propaganda-y. Yeah, very, yeah, very much so. Like, I, I mean, that's also just, again, like, I think the, I think the people, the people that were making the, those games were probably like people in like their teens or late twenties that like kind of had a grasp on like what was going on and just like also had the time and know-how to make these games mm-hmm. and that's kind of what i think like is he was making them oh, i yeah. think that's why they were like so popular yeah well and at the time too i feel like in the zeitgeist of like the american consciousness like so many people were probably just like okay with like 
yeah, we should kill these guys. Like that's that's a fun thing for a kid to do. Like, yeah, it's it's which it's like oh no, it's like so much more complex and fucked up. Yeah, like it's it's kind of odd to think that when we were kids, there was like a huge war going on. Mm-hmm. You don't really think about that, you know, because I still lived my day to day life. But then there was also like segments on the news of like this many soldiers died today. Mm-hmm. It's like Jesus Christ. Well, it's so bizarre because like. You know, like we're like the United States is still over there. The army or not. I don't know about the army specifically, but the military is still over there. It's still happening. Like it's just so we're like so desensitized to it Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, yeah, no, if you uh, sign up for the military, yeah, you'll probably go off to war. Yeah. It's very surreal almost. Mm -hmm. On the topic of violence, uh, did you ever ever play Boxhead? Mm -mm. Boxhead was a series of it, it, it. to me, it's like the the higher tier of Flash games where it had like pseudo 3D graphics. It was kind of like isometric, um, but it had like also pretty good graphics for a Flash game. But you were you were like a like a like a Minecraft Roblox kind of boxy character. And then there were like these zombies and then you just you just shot them. You would like collect guns and you had like they're, like the guns had ammo and there were like different levels with different designs and you just like walked around like the screen trying to like not get hurt and then like kill all these waves of zombies. It was really fun. I think I played a lot of that in college, like wow. my first year of college. I speaking of more violent games, um, there was there was a lot of games that were just so so gross. Like, I mean, you've already talked about that a little bit, but do you remember that there was a I felt like there was a lot of parody games of Mario specifically. There was a ton of not only Mario, but just like mashup games. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, you now like even this was like, of course, before Smash Bros, when Sonic and Mario actually could fight it was like Sonic can fight Mario now. And also Sonic can have sex with Princess Peach, too. <laughs> Because we can't, we can't all, we can't forget about all the horny games. There is lots of horny games. Um, Love those. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one I wanted to bring up first was uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was just basically a level in Super Mario, except Mario has a shotgun, and so instead of like yep. jumping on Goombas, <laughs> you just shoot stuff, them. Yeah, you just shoot them, and it, it really wasn't that fun. I think it was the the point of it. I think was for it just to be like shock and like funny. But as mm-hmm. a kid, I just was like, this isn't very hard or this isn't very fun. Yeah, I think that was my thought. Like, I thought I wanted, I want this to be better is what my thought was. Like, this is kind of fun. This is a fun idea, mm-hmm. but its execution is poor. Yeah, which, of course, that the point was like, oh, yeah, you just like shoot these guys. Yeah, like, oh, that'd be what, funny. If Mario, what if Mario could shoot a Goomba with a gun? Mm-hmm. Which it is like so like, that is like the one of the lowest brow humors I feel like is like, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, what if this kid friendly character had a gun? Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. definitely like bottom of the barrel, but also it's got Mario, so I'm gonna play it. Yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> I'll play it at least once before clicking back and then trying to find another game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there 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 was just a lot of just like weird parody games, which a lot of them I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. A lot of some of them also were pretty good from what I remember. I can't remember specific ones, but I remember like there were probably some Mario ones that I liked. Um, it was probably also fun to me because I think they would use. Uh, like the Super Mario World sprites, and I never played that or had a Super Nintendo. It's like, oh, it's like I'm playing the Super Nintendo on my computer. Mm-hmm. So that was always like a little, uh, like a little fun for me, being able to like see these graphics. Like, oh, 
experiencing something new. I like this. Yeah, it was. It was kind of thrilling. Also being like, whoa, this is like a new, is this the new Mario game? And like thinking like <laughs> kind of being easily tricked into thinking, oh, this is real. Yeah. It's like there is a Super Mario 63. Holy shit. I got to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not really understanding that. No, just some guy just made this. Yeah, he just, he just stole it and probably made a worse, <laughs> worse version. Oh, no. Well, it was, the game that you already have. Yeah, it, it is, of course, much worse. Mm-hmm. I remember um, playing going on to... Uh, when we first had the internet, it was uh, through MSN. And so, like, how it worked was, like, you could, like, log on to your individual... Um, I, I don't even know, like your individual like homepage. And so like mm-hmm. your parents could like, you know, change your settings and like you could have like, you could get like locked out of certain things. And so not all games were locked out of me on addicting games, but certain ones were. And I remember that like, if I had, was going to play a game that I like wasn't technically supposed to, that was like too horny or something like that, which honestly, a lot of the times I didn't know it was going to be too horny because there were just, they just had names like, uh, I remember there was one that was just called old school and I think it was like based on the Will Ferrell movie now. Mm. Um, but I didn't know that at the time. And so I like clicked it and then it would pop up with a message like, you're not allowed to play this game. If you would like to send an email and request permission, (laughs) click here. And I always did it because it never (laughs) occurred to me that my dad would, you know, of course not be on the computer because I'm on the computer right now <laughs> and he would never give me the permission and I would just forget about it every time. That's so funny. That happened probably at least like once a week where I would <laughs> be like request permission. Never got it. <laughs> wow. I didn't, I didn't realize that filters could be that granular as to like specific parts of websites. Yeah. I think it must've been like, I bet like when you clicked on the game, it probably had a description of like sex or something in there. Oh, maybe. The filter was like, no nope, sex. Can't, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I would uh, whenever whenever like my parents weren't like at home or like weren't in the house. It's like I'm gonna go to new newgrounds.com slash mature and then see what's over here. Uh, a lot of sex games. Wow. Uh, I played them. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? I I, I went directly to the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them were were notable. Yeah. Cause I don't remember any of them. Cause I think it was also just like a panic state of just like, I got to browse and see what's here, but real I only have so much time. There's no time to absorb anything. <laughs> well, and of course those games aren't really, you know, they're not made for gaming. So they probably weren't very interesting. They're mostly made so you can look at like cartoon ladies. <laughs> yeah. That that's pretty much what it was. I mean, a lot of that, that was a lot of new grounds, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I don't know. Did, did you ever spend time on new grounds or know what new grounds was? I was vaguely aware of it because I had friends who were really into Newgrounds. Um, but for them, I mean, as I already said, I was mostly just addicting games. But I remember a couple of friends really liked Newgrounds and they showed me um, there was like this Mario like cartoon that was on Newgrounds. Probably. And it was it, it was a parody, but they just took it, they just took like the animation from like Super Mario and it was very weird and it followed like a koopa and a goomba i think i don't remember anything about it except i remember at one point i think it's implied that koopa gets a blowjob from <laughs> uh princess toadstool yeah that <laughs> and i remember thinking like i don't like that that's that's gross to me <laughs> and it still grosses me out to think about it now yeah i mean i mean that was that's like that that was kind of just like the the ethos of new grounds was just like was, was that like 
shock kind of humor, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's very like Family Guy esque. I feel like. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like the, yeah, this is. I could see why this is funny for some people. But yeah, I mean, like that's my thing. That was like that. That was definitely like internet humor in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. But like, what I don't know. A, a lot of like those Newgrounds animators and like Newgrounds like game developers or whatever. Like those people also just like have real careers doing those things now. Oh yeah, and I'm sure they're. They're probably their sense of humor has definitely probably gone up. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, probably I don't know. I know I know one who's just like making the same stuff still, and I think it's. I think to me it's even more funny <laughs> because no one is doing that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's like those are the kind of like boundaries that I like to see broken. Where it's like you're not really hurting anyone. I don't think mm-hmm. with some of these jokes, but also obviously people are going to take offense to that. So whatever, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. For me, this is like a, a hung up hang up of my own is I've always like really hated like cartoon violence. Like ever since oh, I was weird. a kid, it's like really disturbed me for some reason. Weird. And huh. so there's even some Simpsons episodes, not so much anymore, but I remember like watching them in like middle school where I, I would get like grossed out seeing like cartoon blood. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so to this day, I still like sometimes... I don't really like to watch South Park myself. I don't think it's that great, but um, South Park and Family Guy, like there are some scenes where I, I like get like disgusted. Wow, I, that's really interesting. I, I don't know how, don't I don't know it. like how it happened, but like that, that barrier for me where it's just like, this is a cartoon and none of this is real was just like, that was like put up very early for me. Mm. And I don't, I don't know how, like I don't ever remember like being talked to about just like there being a distinction because like, Cause I can watch like a video game or like a cartoon or whatever, where it's obviously not real of just like that guy just got his head cut off. But then like, again, during the internet at that time where it's like, you can just watch videos of people getting their heads cut off. Yeah. That, that would, would get me because that I gets know me, that's definitely. real. Mm-hmm. Like that, like there, to me, there is a, has always been a clear distinction between like, this is a real thing and this is not a real thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that's just like a thing of my own and I don't know why. <laughs> But it, it, yeah, it grosses me out. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. Because, yeah, like, so many of these, these games were just very much cartoon violence. Mm-hmm. And I, I would, I loved it. I was like, fuck yeah. Mario cuts a Goomba in half. <laughs> this I think, is cool. I think, honestly, what it stems from for me is, like, going to my grandma's house and her doing the very grandma thing of, like, going through her cable, finding a cartoon, and then leaving the room and the cartoon being something from, like, Adult Swim. <laughs> and... Do you remember in The Simpsons when Bart and Lisa are at the Flanders house and they turn on Itchy and Scratchy and then Rod and Todd just like turn pale because of like the fake blood and stuff like that? That was me watching like Adult (laughs) Swim as a kid. Like just being like, what is happening? Wow. So I think that's probably just like the same feeling it brings up to me like to this day in some cases. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But kind kind of backtracking a little bit. So like a lot... When, when I was talking about like flash games that like just turned into real games and a lot of these games I did play like the real versions of uh, like Super Meat Boy started as a flash game mm. Alien Hominid, which I remember seeing at Super one to rent. I never did. Uh, but that was also a flash game like that had a console release on like major consoles. Like wow. There was a GameCube release of a flash game that just got like, you know, a touch up. Um, Castle Crashers also was a flash game, which I remember was huge in like 2010, 2011. Mm. Um, that was po- post my time on flash game websites. <laughs> I don't really know how to 
V, 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 V. It's just a bunch of V's, but it's like a gravity platformer. Uh, that also was a flash game. It's pretty, it's fairly popular. It's a trials, which is like a dirt bike kind of game that also has just like full versions that are like full 3d graphics. Now it's like, it's really fun for me to see like, Oh, like this game started as a flash game. I played flash games when I was a kid. It's like, it's like watching your kid grow up. Right. It's like, wow, look how far it's come. I don't know. I don't have a kid, so Maybe I can't really make you were that the comparison. designer of the game. I mean, for me, it's fun. For, I don't know. For me, it's fun. It's like, wow, look where it was. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, it's that, it's that, uh, it's that meme, how it's been, how it's going. A flash game, big game. I don't know. How it's been. I don't know that meme. Oh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a two panel thing where it's like how it's been. And then you have a picture of, Something that happened before and then how it's going. I'm like, look, it's great. I don't know. It's a pretty dumb meme. Okay. But <laughs> this podcast should just, we should have our own called... meme review. Yeah. <laughs> we should still PewDiePie's meme review or whatever he calls it. Oh, does he do that? He does a meme review. Yeah. Oh, well, that idea got a lot less fun. You could just explain memes to me because clearly I need the help. <laughs> I don't know. I, I also, I, I, and here's, here's part of why I was surprised about flash games when you brought it up is that I associate flash games with just like kids that spent way too much time on the internet of which I was one. Mm. I don't think you spent as much time on the internet as I did. No, so that's also why it was surprising. Like even though flash games are ubiquitous, like I still associate it with kids that just spent too much time on the internet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what it was, but there was like a couple of years where I was going to addictinggames.com like every day and probably it probably had something to do with my like, the people I was friends with and they mm. would spend a lot of time on the internet Maybe show me these things. And I'd be like, Oh, this is kind of fun. But I was never, I didn't do too much exploring on my own. That just mm. didn't really. Oh, I was me. always trying to find like, all right, cool. Where else can I find new, new, new flash RPGs? Mm. So I was always like trying to broaden my horizons and like expand and see what, see what new shit is out there. See, I was just going to stick RPG time and time again, being wow, like, I, I know I like this and I'm going to play it. Wow. I was like, I, I finished this one. What else is out there? There's got to be something new. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, that's like how I play video games to this day. There's like five that I know I like and I'll generally play them. I don't wow. usually play new ones. Wow. To me, like, to me, like, I don't know my, I cannot do that. It's like, I got, I'm, I'm always trying to like find new things and like learn new things and like figure out how all these, I don't know. I'm, I'm always trying to learn. And I like that. Just yeah. like, man, what else? What else? Look at this new, unless I really don't like it. Then I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go do something else. Mm -hmm. But there is, there is for me comfort in like returning to something. Yeah. I don't know. You got any other games on your list? Um, I've got plenty more. I don't think I have many more. I might have one or two. Nope. That is literally all of the games I think that I remember. Dang. Okay. There's a couple, you know, that I kind of remember, but nothing is, uh, nothing worth talking about there was and this is during my yahoo games phase mm. uh this is very very specifically fifth grade um because i remember we would maybe have like some free time during the day or something and there would be computers in the back of the class and i would go to those computers and i would play this game called breadwinner hmm. the way that it works is there's just like this cartoon picture of a slice of bread there's like I don't know what it was. Part of me wants to say that it was like an olive with a pimento in it that was bouncing around the screen. 
uh, much like like much like the DVD logo, mm-hmm. it would just bounce around the screen. Mm-hmm. And your goal was to, with like the arrow keys, draw out a square section of the bread and like block it off. But while you're drawing it, you can't have the olive touch the sides. And your score would go up depending on how big of a box you would draw out mm-hmm. um, and how much of the bread you would like take away um, before like the the olive would eventually hit the side while you're drawing it out. It's like, it's a risk reward thing, right? Cause mm-hmm. like if you, if you try to take off like half of the bread in one go, that olive is going to hit more than likely. You're going to like hit up that olive, but you're going to get a ton of points mm-hmm. if you manage to pull it off or you could play it safe and draw little tiny squares, but you're going to get less points. And I would spend so much time in class playing this game and I'll play with my friend and we would see who would get higher scores. It's a really dumb game, and I do, I'm going to look it up right now and see if it's still see if you can still circling around somewhere. But did you do you remember like any like very <laughs> dumb games like that that you would play? No, not specifically like that. The dumb ones I was playing was poke the bunny and spank the monkey. Honestly, I don't think I played any like that. Or if I did, I have totally forgotten them. Well, the first thing that comes up is a post from tip of my tongue on Reddit. Oh, it looks like it's just a bunch of people. Uh, that are like, how do I play this game? Does anyone remember this game? Yes, I remember. (laughs) And I also want to play it. Wow. (laughs) Does anyone know this game? It used to be on Yahoo. It was called Breadwinner, and the game was an arcade game where you had to use your arrow keys to slice a piece of bread. You had to slice 80% of the bread in a given amount of time while also avoiding germs. I guess it was a germ. Not not an olive. Not an olive. (laughs) It looked like an olive. If the germs touched you while you were cutting, you would lose a life. I Maybe used to play they were wrong. I, I don't know. I used to. I mean, that would make sense. It could be like a, a mold. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, when I was young, did I really miss it? Can't find it anywhere. The first answer is from one decade ago. Wow. <laughs> like that's what the time says. You know, like comments will have like six months ago. This has gotten so far where it says one decade. Wow. Which is wild. Um, so 2011, 2011, but yeah, I remember playing that in fifth grade, really dumb game. It's like, it's like one of those really strong memories where I remember playing that game with my friend. And I think that was around the time that Jack two was coming out for PS two, where they changed the entire Jack and Daxter series to make it more edgy for teens. Whoa. Um, but I remember like looking up videos in class about it, talking to my friend, like, cause he had, he had played Jack and Daxter it's like, did you see a new Jack 2 trailer? He gets a hoverboard and has a gun while we're playing Breadwinner in the back of class. That's what fifth grade was to me. Wow. I never played any Flash games at school, I don't think. I that Whenever I could, that's what I was doing, is just playing Flash, playing any games. So that was, this is just what I want to do. Um, did you ever play Bejeweled? No, I never did. Wow. I remember seeing someone play it, I think. Maybe it was my brother or, some, or someone else. I don't know. And I was just like, it does not interest me. Mm. Yeah, I was really into, uh, I was really, and I still am, I still really like match three puzzle games. Like that's still very fun and satisfying for me to play. It's like, yeah, three, three, there's a five here. And then, you know, just play these games. It's still fun to me. Mm, yeah, I, I never, I think I probably played them once or twice and I, it wasn't my jam. Interesting. Do you ever play Tetris on like a browser? No, I, I think I've only played Tetris on... Nintendo, or I used to have it on my old cell phone, mm. um, which was awesome. I would spend 
so much more time in the bathroom because <laughs> every time I would go number two, I'd be like, well, going to play some Tetris. Wow. I and never I, had Tetris. Never could, never had a phone that could play it. I also don't think it, I think it, for me, it only plays well with a controller. Oh yeah. I downloaded it on my iPhone and it is so it's much terrible. worse. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need physical controls, mm-hmm. but I also can't play it on a keyboard because it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's, it's very much like a muscle memory thing where like, I know what button does what. But like, well, I know what finger does what. Mm-hmm. And so if I try to play it on a different thing, I can't do it. Yeah. Let's see. What other games do I have here? Um, when I was watching some videos of just like people talking about Flash games, I was reminded of Thing Thing, which is probably a game that you didn't play because it's very cartoon violent. Oh, yeah. Um, but you're like, you're not like a stick figure. You're like a, you're like a bubble figure, <laughs> you know, where it's like you had like a circle for a head and like an oval for a body and then circles for arms and legs, mm. um, which is, I feel like, really popular at the time because it was very easy to animate using shapes and Flash. Um, but it was like a 2D side scroller shooter where like you were just like this kind of anime punk devil may cry looking guy. And then you had a bunch of guns and then you would shoot zombies or something. Hmm. They made like four of those and I played all of them. Wow. It was, oh, it was always such a fun thing to like go to a website or whatever, find a game and you play it and you have a good time and you probably finish it. And then you learn that they made sequels for it. For me, that was just the best thing ever. It's like, there's more of this. There's more, there's more content. Wow. As as you would say these days. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I see, honestly, now I feel like I'd be like, oh yeah, that's a fun idea. But I think as a kid, I I got very comfortable with the, whatever one I played, even if I played like the second or third one first. And I'd be like, this isn't as good as the other one. And I would just go back to that I mean, I would definitely, especially if I would go backwards where it's like, I would play like Thing Thing 4 and then I would find out about Thing Thing 3, but like the website wouldn't like list it that way. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't realize that I would be going backwards. I'm like, this is much worse. Yeah. Like this game is terrible. The controls handle all weird. Mm -hmm. Like all these buttons are different. I remember like, I remember playing so many games out of order like that. It's like when you watch a TV show in like season five and then you go back and watch the pilot episode and you're like, why are they acting so weird? It's like, oh, because they didn't have it mm-hmm. dialed in yet. See, that's the thing that's less relatable for me because I don't watch a lot of TV. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I was doing when you were playing all these video games on the internet. I was yeah. watching sitcoms on TBS, baby. Not me. Yeah, I don't know. I guess if anyone out there is wanting to really play Flash games, Newgrounds is still a good place to do it. Um, a lot of them have been preserved on Internet Archive, so you can find them there. Uh, you can also look up Flashpoint, um, which is another like system of preservation for these Flash games so that they can still be played even though Flash is no longer supported and used. Because as as dumb as a lot of these are, I, I, I think it's important for like preservation for us. Just like this is what the internet was like during these times. This is the games that, you know, kids would play at school. That, <laughs> that whole kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So... If anyone's interested in wanting to relive those memories, you can probably find them on those places. But yeah, is there any any other thoughts about Flash games you've got, Paul? No, I think that has, I've wrung out my brain juice all over this podcast and that's all I got, baby. There's nothing else coming out. I mean, wringing out brain juice was probably a Flash game. Probably. Squeeze out a brain. <laughs> Make lemonade out of it. Mm. That's some That's some classic Newgrounds humor for you. It really is. Well, I suppose that's this episode on Flash Games. Wow. 
If you have any fun memories about Flash games or games you would like to share with us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you can send us some links to Flash games and uh, Josh and I might play them on our Twitch channel. Yep, which you can find on twitch.tv slash NES underscore pod. Um, you can also support the show, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Everything is the same except for our email. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We'd like it if you would share the show with your friends, um, especially if they love Flash games, because if you're our target demographic, they, you and them probably played them. I don't know. This is just my long-winded <laughs> end of show plug segment that I don't really know what to do with yet. Well, you're you doing it. To, you have anything to plug, Paul? Uh, no. Okay. I do not. Cool. Uh, I would like to plug uh, a podcast. Whoa. Former guest on the show, Matthew Gatos, just launched his new Muppets podcast called Kermitment, mm. uh, where him and Sam Schultz uh, are going to watch and talk about every piece of Muppet appearance chronologically. Wow. That's so a I lot. Think they're, they're, they're doing movies, TV shows, guest appearances, uh, whatever they can really find in chronological order. Wow. So Does that include Muppet Babies? Uh, Do they have to watch the entire Muppet Babies cartoon? They might cartoon? be including Muppet Babies. I, I'm not sure. I haven't finished listening to the first episode yet. Mm. Uh, but you can find them, I think, on Twitter at Commitment Pod, something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to plug their podcast. And that's it, I guess, for for the show. Thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon. R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, what's next week's episode? It's a super special surprise. (laughs) Ah, our favorite. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.